0: ESPN LA 710. Welcome to the experience here on ESPN LA. I'm Laferne Cusack. Today we're talking fit life. FitLife is dedicated to catering athletes from a variety of athletic disciplines. They are confident about their ability to help build strength, increase lean body mass, effectively cut weight, and athlete prepare individuals for competition. I'm speaking with the founder of FitLife, Sarah Park. Welcome to the show, Sarah. Well,
1: thank you so much. That sounds so serious. I got to change that <laughs> on my <website. laughs>
0: that's what you yeah, want like, it's just like
1: i mean as, you, as you're saying it i'm like Who, where is she getting this this
0: doesn't sound like
1: this <laughs> so but that's me i guess for now maybe maybe i should change that oh my gosh
0: no it sounds great maybe i should have added a little upbeat to it yes for the ability <laughs> to help build strength increase lean body, you know it's all in the I delivery mean, sarah
1: yeah people might think fit life is like this lab where we just like test like people and it sounds like so serious. <laughs> and I'm just like, Oh my gosh.
0: <laughs> well, if, if everybody goes to your website and look at the pictures of all the people that you train as they fit Life.com and that 's l f e fit l f e dot com my friend Paul he showed me a picture of how this one guy went from you know he wasn 't fat or anything he just had a lot of um, i guess i guess well he wasn 't as lean as the picture that yeah. he showed me, and then after nine months, I was like, Oh my gosh, tell me about yeah. this guy sarah and what he what he does so tell me how you got into uh, fit life.
1: Yeah, so I want to say about 4 years ago, um I I was going through a really bad breakup and th- I'm going to tell you the secrets of what every guy does after a really bad breakup, every guy just wants to get jacked. That's like <laughs> <laughs> that's like 80% to 90% of the guys, you know, like they really just want to feel confident about themselves. And so for me like um I was always an athlete in high school and middle school and Uh, after my bad breakup in college, I found myself to be, like, pretty chubby. And I just really wanted to feel good about myself. So I started just, like, working out more, going to the gym. And I got to a point where, you know, I really wanted to be lean. But I was just, like, boiling chicken breast, like, cutting out carbs, doing all these extreme measures to get lean. But I was getting to a place where I was quickly plateauing. And it didn't even look like I was working out. And I was doing that for like months at a time and So you were getting
0: ripped? I, is that what you're saying? Or oh, you quickly plateauing? Is that what you meant? Yeah,
1: no, I actually I wasn't making any progress. Oh. Yeah. Like even th- no matter how hard I was pushing in the gym, I was like restricting all of my food, um, or like let's say quote unquote bad foods, I, I still wasn't losing weight. And I mean, long story short, like, um, I felt so defeated. I felt like, oh, my gosh, like, uh, how come I, I can't improve? Maybe it's my genetics. Maybe it's my body type. And when I met um, a friend of mine, his name is Tyler Yasuda. He was a – or he still is a natural pro bodybuilder. Uh, he took me under his wing, and he just started coaching me. He started coaching me on something called uh, macro dieting, also known as uh, flexible dieting. And, um, he was my first coach and he's still my coach today. And he started coaching me on, um, flexible dieting and what it actually takes in order to strategically, uh, lose weight, um, cut fat and build muscle. And that's how I really just started, um, learning the process and through just being coached by him, also just researching on my own. Um, people that saw the change in me, I, I had lost over 20-something pounds, and I went from really just having a lot of body fat to um, having a six-pack. People just really wanted to know like what the secret was, and I just felt like, you know what? My, my coach is great, but I definitely think there are some other twists that I can add to this um, process, and I just started coaching people roughly around three years ago, and here I am uh, coaching full-time online.
0: So the secret is hard work and dedication to you, right?
1: Yes. I would say that's like a sliver of the pie.
0: (laughs) Oh, really? Yeah.
1: Yeah. Just a small sliver of that.
0: So what did you find in your research and working with your trainer that you were doing wrong when you were eating clean and you were exercising but still not losing the weight?
1: That's a great question. So I think what really supported me was everybody views dieting with uh, a very black and white um perspective like I'm going to eat clean, uh I'm going to cut out junk and I'm going to do this. And most of the goals are very uh extremely rigorous and kind of impossible to upkeep. So um I always explain Um, dieting with like financial uh, examples. So um, let's say getting lean is um, going on this amazing vacation um, in like four months or something. And if we wanted to save uh, money for this uh, vacation, um, the the best thing to do is is to budget out how much you're going to spend in a week and save appropriately so that you can pay for your rent um, pay for your car bills uh pay for your i don 't know like food bills or whatever things that you need in order to live your life mm-hmm. but how we approach dieting using the same financial perspective we it's it's almost like if I want to stay for a vacation it's like um I sell my house, I live on the street <laughs> i like cut, i i cut all my my bills in order for me to save the lump sum of money for my vacation in one week, if that makes sense.
0: Oh, yes, it does.
1: So long story short, I think for me, I started losing weight when uh, my coach asked me to eat more. He was asking me, okay, uh, you're eating like, like 1500 calories. You weigh 200 pounds. There's no way that your body's going to let go of some weight at this point. So, he had asked me, okay, like we're slowly gonna build up your calories in order for your metabolism to be in a better place.
0: Wait, and, you you eat yeah. more food?
1: Yeah. So um so going back to like a financial example, um at that point I was financially broke. And <laughs> okay. I I I couldn't I couldn't afford to go on a vacation. So For him, he was saying like, your body and your metabolism is so shot, you're 200 pounds eating 1,500 calories, you work out five times a week, um, you're at a place where you can't lose weight. Your body can't afford to lose weight because you don't have enough calories coming into your body for your body to spend. So we spent about uh, eight weeks uh, to 12 weeks just slowly bumping up my calories strategically. And, um, my body slowly started to give out, um, like a few pounds here and there.
0: So Sarah, so what, what do you do when, okay, so you, well, let me, let me go back. So you bumped up your calories. What were the foods that you were taking in and how did the macro diet fit into your lifestyle?
1: Yeah. So, why it's called a macro dieting or also called a flexible dieting, how it works is I'm given a budget. I'm given a budget of, let's say I can have 2,400 calories and within the 2,400 calories, I just need to specifically hit um, 60 grams of fat, like 240 grams of carbs and like 190 grams of protein. So what that means is um, I'm given a budget of how much fat I need to have in a day, how much carbs I need to have in a day, and how much um protein I need to have in a day. So um I just had to find foods that fit those requirements and I really just have to uh, fill out my allowance of calories if that now, makes sense.
0: Is that different for every person or is it the same across the line?
1: That's a great question. Um going back to like the financial example I think this is relevant for us you know that people live in LA so let's say you know everybody says rent you know it's it's good to you know pay a third of your salary right like mm-hmm. on rent and that's how much you should be spending and the question that you ask like does that apply to everybody right uh, like are right. these rules that apply to everybody um probably not if you live in LA there's no way <laughs> yes <you> can- <laughs> Only a lot, like one third of your paycheck. So, um, to answer your question, every body is different, right? Everyone will have a different starting point. Just because I weigh 180, six foot Korean guy, 25 years old, (laughs) someone can have exactly the same bio as me, but metabolism wise and how we break down food will be completely different. And so, what really worked for me in this diet was that it was very much catered to my body. to my lifestyle, um, to how much energy I was uh, putting out in the gym. And it wasn't such a cookie-cutter program like most of the fitness programs that are advertised online.
0: So, Sarah, so when did your metabolism kick in and start burning the food and the fat that you had on you, I guess, is that if, if I'm saying
1: that correctly? Mm-hmm. So that's a good question. I think I had possibly around like a a six to seventh month month process where I lost over 20 pounds. So I think I want to say what ended happening was for maybe um, eight weeks I was slowly building up my calories, Mm -hmm. and this is like my my theory. Um, just because I've never been uh, consistent and actually precise with eating the same amount of calories each day, as I was slowly increasing my caloric intake, I was still losing weight. And this is the first time in a long time where my body was feeling like, okay, I'm being fueled properly. And, you know, we don't have to hold on to this weight. There's enough food coming in. And so for eight weeks, my cal- calories, uh, calories were increasing. And after the eight weeks, we went on um, a six-month cut where every week we were slowly uh, cutting my calories down. And I was averaging about a pound-ish for the, you know, uh, eight months or so uh, of losing weight.
0: And then uh, when you got down to being lean and mean, did you go into competition or you just went into, oh, my gosh, this is – I've learned a lot. I'm going to start – helping people
1: online? Oh, um, so I I was competing in uh, powerlifting, which is, long story short, it's a competition where you um, try to squat the heaviest you can for one rep, bench the heaviest you can for one rep, and deadlift uh, one rep as heavy as you can. It has nothing to do with um, how you look. It's just uh, primarily based on how much you can lift. But to answer your question, um, I haven't done a bodybuilding show yet. I plan on doing one in a few months just because I felt like that seems most appropriate. Mm -hmm. Uh, But the biggest um, thing that I really learned uh, through this process and why I feel like uh, my coaching protocol is a little different from uh, most online macro coaches was, I mean, I told you in the beginning that I started this process because... I wanted to get over my ex girlfriend. I really wanted to uh look lean and impress people. The place that I got to after having six pack abs and like feeling <laughs> like this big accomplishment, I'd realized that uh, oh my gosh, like I-, I thought girls would be lining up. Like oh my gosh, with the girl, like he- he's he's so he's so jacked now. But um none of that happened. Only my <laughs> O- only my guy friends noticed that's hilarious, and, yeah, and I was in a place like emotionally like I wasn't any better wow. i was a- I was in a place where, oh my gosh, like I dedicated like eight months of my life to trying to make myself feel better, going through like this crazy, rigorous diet, and yeah, I wasn't feeling any better, mm-hmm. and i I had noticed that there are so many um people that are trying to use um, their self image or their, their body as a way to feel better about themselves yes. and, and it becomes very chaotic.
0: Mm-hmm. That that's true. It's more of I'm doing it for someone else instead of myself and to make me feel better make me more healthy and lean. Mm-hmm. Um, the satisfaction isn't there at the, when you achieve that because it's, an outward and not an inward reflection
1: yeah so
0: so where did you turn your energy once you figured that out
1: um i realized that like you said anything in life when you when you do it for uh somebody else or someone else's approval you get burnt out really fast Mm -hmm. and i think um whether it was like the energy that i was like exuding out to the world a lot of people just like me were asking me for help and you know i'm just like uh nodding my head oh my gosh like they're in the same boat they're mm-hmm. like going through some emotional like um drama or whatever and i really realized that oh my gosh like fitness really is um the step in into someone's life where we can really talk about um potential problems that people are going through. And so, at many times, as I'm just speaking to a client about, hey, like, so why weren't you able to hit, you know, these numbers and the protocols, Um, they'll start opening up about something sensitive, like, oh, you know what, well, I was going out with my family, and my mom had mentioned this, and she made me really feel like crap. She made me really feel like really fat and not good enough. And I realized that, oh, my gosh, like fitness is just the barrier of entry into potentially life coaching someone. Yes, absolutely. And so um, over the past six months, that's what's really changed uh, my perspective and just my approach to coaching somebody. And now uh, over the past six months, I've really invested myself into life coaching, getting life coached, um, learning how to life coach. And that's what's really changed um, just even, I feel like my client's overall progress and just understanding where they're coming from as well.
0: Yeah. So Sarah, when you, when you take on a client, tell us what the procedure is and, and finding out how or what body type they are and how you're going to adjust this macro diet.
1: Awesome. So actually now um, I used to, be more focused on, I guess, the more science of things where it's like, okay, like, tell me more about your experience. Tell me more about what you've done. Tell me more about um, like, like what kind of workouts you've done in the past. Um, I'm slowly realizing that someone could be as experienced up to like five years in weightlifting, um, like has dieted before in macro training, um, but the biggest thing that I try to find out in a consultation phone call is, you know, why are they doing this process? Like why would anyone commit to, I don't know, like a six month process where they have to sacrifice some of the best foods like that they want to eat, um, kind of like um, pull themselves away or sacrifice some social events. And so um, things that I like to find out is like why they want to do this, like why is it important to them? Like, being leaner, being stronger, like, what impact will that have on their life? How far are they willing to go to achieve that? And I also find out what hasn't worked for them. And, like, what are the three things that always set people back from not allowing them to um, achieve their dream body or dream body weight? <laughs> and And then... Once those conversations get deep, um, I'm able to kind of, like, pinpoint, like, where a client might uh, typically fall out in this process. And I really use that um, as kind of, like, like a cheat sheet for me. So, like, when a client is slowly disengaging, I can go back into the conversation of, hey, like, I know you said that, you know, this process was important to you because once you're more confident, um, you can go out dating again. Like, where, like, why are you, like, falling off or, like, you know, what's happening? And that's just kind of, like, a brief a summary of how I go about, like, getting to know more of or of how I'm starting the uh, client process.
0: Mm-hmm. So, so if someone is saying, I fell off because I really like pizza and I'm going to eat that pizza. <laughs> I mm-hmm. mean, does pizza fit into a macro diet?
1: Yeah. So what's crazy is for someone like me, I could, like, let's say, so even with my diet and my my current caloric budget, I could probably sneak in like three slices of pizza and I would kind of have to really eat lean uh, for the rest of the day. I would have to eat pretty clean for the rest of the day. So, um, I mean, surprisingly, like, Everybody thinks like something like pizza, something like ice cream, uh, something like a donut is like detrimental to weight loss. Mm-hmm. You just can't have a lot of it. Yeah, um, you can probably get away with having one. Um, enjoy it, and you know, eat lean throughout the day. It's where people start having like, well, you know, I had to have six pizza slices, and I'm like, you probably didn't have to. Right. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, I mean, it's. It's odd hearing that, you know, you can eat pizza like back in the day when when <laughs> I was like working out with, you know, when you go to Gold's Gym, there's a whole bunch of people that work out to enter competitions and very few had any sugar intake. And I mean, when it gets closer and closer to the competition, you know, they eat very clean, very, very clean. So... Mm. I was asking one of the trainers there, you know, what she does. And she's like, when I I take on a client, they can have no sugar whatsoever, you know, Mm -hmm. and it's strictly clean and, you know, they start off with cardio and then she did, uh, what is that? Um, When you go to different, you work out the whole body, but then you go to different um, sections in the gym to cross train, right?
1: Mm Yeah. Yeah.
0: So does that fit into your program if you establish a body type that needs mm. that or?
1: Yeah, that, that's a great question. So I think a lot of times uh, corporate gyms, and this is not like fashion like corporate or a corporate fitness. Um, a lot of times bigger corporation gyms like Gold's Gym or LA Fitness or 24 Hour Fitness equinox everything is um based on you know quick results right and
0: mm-hmm. that makes sense
1: like let's say i hired a trainer like i you you'd want to think like okay like in um two weeks i want to see the scale go down um but it actually it you know that's not really sustainable either so yeah, yeah. You know let's say you know i you know you hired me and i told you hey like no sugar and you're like, well, it's my sister's birthday tomorrow, <laughs> and yeah. you know we're gonna go out. And I understand, like, as a coach, there's there will always be sacrifices that need to be made from my client's end and my end as well. Um, but let's say I told you, hey, like, you can't you can't do that. You can't do your mom's birthday. You can't go on that date. You can't do this. You can't do that. Um, how sustainable is this diet for somebody? Right. But let's say you lose that 10 pounds from, like, restricting yourself, what's going to happen, like, when I tell you, okay, like, yeah, you can have, like, one donut or one pizza, you're going to have six, you're going to have 10, and you're going to really rebound hard. And so with my approach and um, flexible dieting and um, uh, macro dieting is, slowly, I mean, getting bigger and bigger and more mainstream. And there's just a lot of uh, experienced coaches in this industry where I really just listen to and research and just um, follow their mistakes and really learn from them. And uh, the more and more I'm learning, it's um, I have a friend, his name's uh, Jake Ross, and he coaches um, Luol Deng from the Lakers, and he's a good friend of mine. And one thing he says is that he's the worst salesman (laughs) <laughs> and i i laughed and i'm like why do you say that he goes well i tell people that it's going to be stupid hard it's going to be so hard that they're going to want to quit and i remember him saying that and for me too like i would say i'm the worst salesman because i tell people that no you're not going to lose 40 pounds in three months like i had a client i still she's still my client she just got married when we first met up six months ago, she was like, hey, I want to lose 40 pounds in three months. I said, hell no. (laughs) She was like, well, all my friends did it. I'm like, well, are your friends like still skinny or are they rebounding back? And I asked her like, do you want to look good for your wedding or do you want to be healthy for the rest of your life and learn something that can really be sustainable? And so um, she had lost, a little over 15 pounds leading up to her wedding, not 40, but still 15. That's really good. Mm-hmm. And she went on her um, honeymoon. She went on her trips. She came back. She weighs the same. She didn't wow. rebound. At all.
0: Yeah, that's great. Yeah, I mean, what I found as you know, getting older is like, uh, because I was telling Paul that you know, when. I was younger, I can just do this, this, and this, and I would drop the weight like mm-hmm. rather quickly. And I'm mm-hmm. working out, on, you know, um eating uh, less and less. My body now is like, it doesn't work like that anymore. So I tried to do what I did 10 years ago, and I'm like, What? I I didn't drop a pound. How could this be? <laughs> I used to be able to drop it just like that, and now it's like Oh lord, I don't know what to do now because nothing uh-uh. is working. And then you have, you know, you have your family and what I found difficult so is that okay, you have I have a son, you know, I'm following his schedule, he's in school now and then you have to get on a different schedule. Like before, I could wake up at 4, 4:30, go to go to Gold's, work out um, two hours, come back home, go to work, come back, work out again or do something. But it was just me. Now I have a husband and a son and how, and I'm a different age. So it's much harder and it's blown my mind. And I'm like, Oh my God, Oh my God, help me. Help me. sorrow. <laughs> But, I mean, do you have that? I mean, do you talk about that? Like, you know, mom's at a different age or dad's at a different age and they're not losing the weight that they did when, you know, they were in their 30s. Yeah.
1: And there's, there's, I mean, multiple variables as to why. Let's say that that perfect scenario where it's like, you know, you have a kid, you're getting older. um, There's a lot of time constraints. And... I think with um everything that i shared it's all about like slowly um peeling down like one thing at a time so
0: um
1: let's say you know you have a very hectic schedule and let's say you know you you haven't worked out in like 10 years or let's say this is someone that hasn't worked out or wasn't active um my first week with them might be very much um it sounds almost like too easy. Like the first week might be like, Hey, like I just want you to go on like four, uh, 20 minute walks Mm -hmm. in the week. And it's just kind of like throwing out a feeler, seeing how well, how well they respond. Mm -hmm. And if, you know, if they can do all four, then that's good. We can make it a little bit more intense the next time. So I'll be like, Hey, like, so I want you to do the same four, but I want you to, jog for 10 and walk the rest of the 10, you know, like make it a little bit more challenging each time. And I, and I really get to see uh, how well they respond. And mm-hmm. I kind of push to the point where they're like, okay, Hey, like now I'm, I'm getting really tired or Hey, like I'm really running out of time. And so as a trainer um, I'm realizing more and more, like you really have to be flexible and you really have to be, Um, treating every client uniquely and very much differently. So uh, in your scenario, chances are like time is going to be probably the biggest thing that sets you back from your goal. Mm -hmm. Um, It would be my job to prep you into a place where if I gave you 30 minutes or if I give you 20 minutes, you can probably have the most efficient workout of your life at home or something. Mm -hmm. And I'd have to write something for you where um you could do it frequently, um, effectively and get your nutrition to a place where um you're easily sustaining it and let's say your nutrition's on point and we find a workout that fits your schedule, I mean you're bound to lose weight. You know? It's only so, a matter of I'm
0: sorry, so only, only a matter of what?
1: Um, it's only a matter of time, right? Where if you're consistently uh decreasing your food intake and increasing your activity, um, your average weigh in each week will slowly go down, you know?
0: Mm-hmm. So when we log on uh to your website, fitlife dot com lfe.com, fit L-F-E.com, uh you, we would go through a process of of entering in our food or what is what is the process of you know, coming uh, on board. So what?
1: What I do is, I have to find out uh, how much a person is consuming on a regular basis, right? So, mm-hmm. um, it's all about seeing, okay, like how much does this person eat on a on a weekly average? And most times, and what's normal is, you know, if you're a parent, you know, most parents don't have time to eat. Yeah. Like, eating and your own body is, like, like the sixth priority. And so the process that I have is I ask people to not think of the first week as a diet, but I just say, hey, like, I just want to see um, on paper how much food you consume. So I, I ask everybody to download um, an app called MyFitnessPal, and I ask everybody to start journaling their food intake. And... After assessing how much food they are consuming on a regular basis and asking them to weigh themselves every morning and just kind of taking a look at how much activity, you know, they have in their life in terms of whether it be they just have, like, a a desk job or if they're very active in their work or they don't work out at all, uh, depending on all those variables, I start making adjustments. um, Oh, yeah, kind of towards their goal.
0: Okay. Okay, I see. All right. So then, are you connected with MyFitnessPal, or is it how 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 do how are they accountable to you when
1: yeah you know
0: they introduce? So we share
1: it? we share a Google sheet together where okay. every day I ask my clients to log in their weight, and then I tell them to log in. Uh, how much they consumed for that day as well. So uh, when I take a look at their sheet, I can see, okay, like these are my prescribed um, workouts. These are my prescribed um, cardio goals. And these are my prescribed calorie goals. I get to see how close they've hit um, each number. And I think what's funny, every time I explain that, people say, well, can't they lie? And I said, definitely they can lie. Mm -hmm. Um, But you know, they're just missing out on their own, you know, money and opportunity. And so um, yeah. I think it's very important to work with people that really want this.
0: Yeah. And it's not, again, going back to, you know, why are you doing it in the first place? Is it about you? Or is it about, you know, what you think mm-hmm. outwardly, like, if you're if you're trying to make up someone else feel better about how you yeah. look, you know, so it's yep. like, you're losing. So I thought about like, I really want to be active with my son. He has so much energy. He likes mm-hmm. to run and say, mommy, let's, you know, let's race. And I'm like, mm-hmm. He is highly advanced, but <laughs> he is a fast little bit. And I'm like, oh my gosh. I told my husband the other day, I was like, yeah, I raced Davey and I really tried to win and he won. <laughs> <You know? laughs> I was like, I am not going to let this little four-year-old beat me. And he did. Oh, okay. I'm like, I really have to get in shape. I want to be in shape. So I'm there for You know, I'm there for my son. I'm there for me, being healthy. And I want to see him achieve his goals and, you know, and also teach him what being healthy is. Because it is all about, you know, doing doing as you do, not what you say, right? Or whatever that phrase is, right?
1: Yep. Yeah, like... You know, I have a I have a good buddy of mine, he's um, in his 40s, and, you know, we got really close uh, over the past six months, and he was like, hey, Sarah, like, you know, I just can't seem to be motivated, you know, to go to the gym and work out, and <clears throat> I, it, it's funny, the word motivation, I, I think um, it's it's so fleeting, and I, I had asked my friend Peter, I said to Peter, like, you know, why do you go to the gym? And he was like, well, you know, I I really want to lose my my belly fat. And I was like, okay, cool. So, you know, what gets in the way of, you know, you not going to the gym? And one thing he said was, you know, like, I work a lot. And, you know, I spend a lot of time with my family because I love my kids. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: And, you know, because, you know, him and I are very close. And for me, I had told him, hey, you know, Peter, like, You know, my father was like that, too. My father really just wanted to spend time with our family. He worked, Mm -hmm. like, uh, over excessively. Um, But I told Peter, hey, but bro, like, my dad's not here now. Like, he was so unhealthy. Mm -hmm. Like, and I had to ask Peter, like, Peter, like, if you want to be around for your kids, like, what is the value of working out? And it was just like a little switch that really like clicked for him. He was just like, "Oh my gosh, it's because you know, I look at working out as something like just losing my body fat instead of, oh my gosh, like I need to be around for my kids."
0: Yes. And
1: so now he's on like always walking. He's like texting me, "Dude, I just did my walk. Thanks for that talk." Oh and wow. I'm just like yeah, I'm like cuz now it's a real thing for him. It's like, "Dude, if I'm not healthy, I'm not going to be around for my kids."
0: Yes. Yeah. Oh. And that, I mean, I know that you're, you're part life coach now. I mean, I don't see how you cannot be when you're training someone, but mm. I mean, just saying that story, like brought tears to my eyes. Cause like I recently lost oh. my, both my parents and um, oh. you know, work was hard and all I wanted to do was just be around my family. And mm. it's like, you know Laferne you have to stop this you have to stop eating those brownies or whatever and you know get out and work out but but also having you know knowing that time where it's like you don't have the energy to get up at four in the morning anymore or you know set a timer at lunch so you just don't sit at your desk all day long I mean there mm-hmm. are some times that I sit at my desk for seven hours and I don't even realize it and I don't even get up for lunch or go to the bathroom. (laughs) How crazy is that? It's like, I'm killing myself and you can't do Mm. that. You know, Mm. you can't, you can't do that. And it's like, I think what you offer Sarah is that you're, you're able to bring a sense of reality into some of that crazy that a lot of people go through when they are, Working and they have a family and you know life issues do come up and it's like mm. hold up stop okay let's reset and then you come mm. in you go okay let's let's do a walk for ten minutes or let's do a run for ten minutes. Um, how mm. do you as a trainer and again fitlife dot com l f e dot uh, com if how do you adjust? mentally to take on those type of issues when you're training someone to, you know, get active and maintain their macro diet.
1: So it's the question. Um...
0: Yeah, well, how do you not take on other people's stuff and still be that coach for them to stay healthy and stay on the macro diet?
1: So how do I keep them accountable to it?
0: Well, um, I guess I'm talking more of energy wise, like, because, oh. because you, may, you may be more a, of a life coach to some people, how do you not take on their mm. energy where it's like, sure. oh, I, yeah. I can't take on, you know, what's happening with them, but I have to keep motivating them,
1: mm-hmm. you know? Yeah, I think so this, this is actually crazy. You know, one of the first things that, you know, I learned or, you know, I went to this life coaching conference, and it was very helpful. And one of the things that they had us do was the um, first day, they just really spent a lot of time just allowing for us to find out, you know, what are some, like, like, unpleasant things about ourselves, right? So for the, I don't know, for a few hours, I was, like, sitting just, like, reflecting on um, what I might not be good at, what people have mm-hmm. a hard time with me about. And the reason why they really drilled that in us is because if we don't know like our flaws, like we will never be able to connect with um, our future clients or anyone that we work with. And so for me, although like, you know, it it is exhausting, right, where let's say you have a client or let's say anyone that you have in your life is um, consistently negative or consistently always like a downer in emotion, uh, it's important to realize that, you know what, like, sometimes I'm like that too. And, Mm -hmm. you know, it's holding that other person high and and accountable that like, that they are capable of shifting out of that. And so um, I really view my clients as strong people, whether or not their body shows it or not, I Uh, fully believe and I know that they're capable of shifting out of that state. And it's really up to me to decide if I'm going to be affected by that or if I'm going to invite them into a higher place. And oh. so, yeah. I mean, yep. don't get me wrong. It gets really uh, emotionally taxing. Um, but at a lot of times, um, that's all they need. That's mm-hmm. I mean, they just needed one person to tell them that, hey, you know what, like, you still got this.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And that's what really takes it for them. And so, at a, at you know as hard as it hard as hard as it is i think it's so rewarding to just view someone that i mean one of my clients is you know one of my church teachers from like over 10 years ago she's maybe like 8 years older than me she called me one day she was crying just talking about how you know nothing is working for her um she's very much overweight and like 3 months in she's 15 pounds down She's telling what? me, like, oh, yeah, oh my gosh, like, I went to go see Kendrick Lamar. I mean, <laughs> I got so excited for my outfit. And for me, that's like the win. That's like yeah. my paycheck. It's like, yeah. oh my gosh, three months ago, you were calling me crying, just wanting to give up. But now over here, you're sending me pictures of your outfit, so excited <laughs> to come out. Yeah. I see.
0: Like,
1: it's, it's, it's just all worth it at the end yeah. of the day.
0: I'm speaking with the founder of Fit Life, Sarah Park. So, when you take in someone, um, can you talk about some success stories that you may have that you, you know, help build their strength so they are able to compete in, you know, powerlifting or whatever their their goal is?
1: Oh, sure. Let's see. I have gosh, like
0: you're like, every, which every... one should I choose from? There are <laughs> thousands, Lafern.
1: <laughs> yeah, there's. There's so many. Um, it's funny because every client thinks that they're the worst client. Oh, yeah. Every client, every client thinks, Oh my gosh, Sarah, I'm so sorry. Like this and this happened. And for me, it's like, dude, like we're all human beings. Like we're not, you know, my mom used to make fun of me. She used to say like, like, what are you a dog? Like you measure out all the food that you eat, you eat the same thing every single day. And you know, I had this client, um, His name's Peter. He's a 38-year-old dad um, who wanted to compete in a powerlifting competition and lose weight. Um, But his process um, took longer because um, he's a father. He has two kids. Um, He told me, you know what, hey, when my baby girl says, Daddy, I want pizza, he says, hell yeah, we're going (laughs) to go get pizza. And... I think what really worked with with Peter was um, normally if, you know, if I have someone that is listening to everything that I say, doesn't fall astray, 20 pounds, we can probably do like in four months, five months, you know? And someone like Peter might've taken double the length, but through that process, there was no guilt involved. Nothing was guilt driven. Like Peter had very much understood that, you know what, like, um, I'm okay with this taking longer and like me losing weight at a very slower rate. But you know what, when my daughter wants pizza, I'm going to get pizza, man. And I, I, I the consequences and I'm just going to work harder the next week and just do more. And so someone like Peter, um, I don't know, like uh, for, you know, people that are listening to this, I has not power lifted. Peter had lost um, over 20 pounds in a year and he added, uh, he went from, like, a 400 squat to, like, a 500. Oh, wow. He went from, like, a, like a 200 bench to a 300 bench and added, like, 50 pounds to his deadlift. And so oh, wow. uh, I I think what really worked for um, me and my other coach, Roy, we just understood his lifestyle. He said, you know, I can only work out at, at 11 p.m., so all the workouts are catered towards that as well. Like, you know, you're going to work all day. Um, you're going to be tired, so why don't we understand that and not expect you to uh, be exerting 180% at 11 p.m. at night? And so mm. I think Peter was successful is because we understood his life stage and uh, where he's coming from, and all we asked was a little more uh, each week, little by little.
0: That's very interesting. So uh, you describing how much she lifts and stuff, I went to Comic-Con, and uh, there was this dude. He was a bouncer guy, and Mm. I was just staring at him because his upper body was, like, massive. And his lower body was, yeah, you know, does he lift on his lower body? I don't know. But it was (laughs) like his upper body was so huge that I had to ask him. I'm like, how much do you bench? And he's like, I go, are you in the three 350 club? And he goes, oh, more than that. And I'm like, well, how much do you bench? And he's like, 600. I was like, 600? I was like, how many reps? <laughs> you know, and he, <laughs> <laughs> he told me, he does, uh, did he say one? He says one or two or something like that. And I'm like, oh. dang. I mean, he was so huge. So do you also take in if they're doing too much upper body and not enough lower body exercises?
1: Yeah. So, I mean, as natural as it is, people um, tend to work out what they want to work out, right? Mm-hmm. So there are a lot of clients that come into us that, you know, whether they've worked out or not, or a lot of times intermediate lifters um, will tend to only focus on what they're good at. Right, so let's say that guy, that bouncer. Uh, if his legs look small, it's probably because he doesn't work out his legs, and mm-hmm. it's probably because it's not progressing as fast as his bench. And so we identify that as well too. We we ask, hey, like, can you send me some footages of you benching? Can you send me some footages of your squat? Can you send me some footages of your deadlift? And it's kind of quick. Like you you can spot that. Oh, okay. Like there's definitely An emphasis that you just put on your bench over the past however many years. Why don't we work on getting stronger with our legs? And so that's how we kind of troubleshoot it.
0: So Sarah, do uh, on your website you also talk about you know you prepare individuals for competition. So and then you're looking you're looking to go into competition as well. Uh, What would you do to prepare someone who wants to go in? And compete in a competition for their first time in a, uh, a bodybuilding contest. What would be the process mm-hmm. for them?
1: Well, that's a good question. So, um, I this might not be a good answer to your question, just because <laughs> you know. Uh, so, I actually haven't even done my first bodybuilding show, mm-hmm. and so I actually refer people out to coaches that have done bodybuilding shows, um, just because you know it doesn't seem right. Like I'm not gonna um give someone a tour of a city that I've never been to. <laughs> <laughs> right.
0: Um
1: but also um so we've prepared a lot of athletes um for a powerlifting meet and so um what that looks like is there's different weight classes in um powerlifting so there might be um the one sixty five pound group, there's a one eighty one pound group, there's a one ninety eight pound group, there's a two twenty. And so people typically Um, I don't know what it is, but people always think like, okay, if I go lower on a weight class, I'm going to break some records there, but people don't account like, well, when you lose weight too, like there's a huge chance of you losing strength. Mm -hmm. And so, um, we kind of consult, um, um, the people like, Hey, like, so, so typically like we don't always advise for people to lose weight unless it's really going to be beneficial for them. Whether it be like hey like you're overweight, like you should just, you know, do this for a health reason or um if they're just like maybe like 10 pounds away from the weight class, it might be just easy to cut down 10 pounds in over um 12 weeks or so or mm-hmm. 16 weeks. And so um for competition, uh, especially for powerlifting, we don't do any drastic um long cut just because as an athlete imagine like you know you're 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 trying to prep for a big football game and you don't eat at all or like Mm -hmm. you're you're barely eating you're gonna feel so tanked uh and not energized for the day of for the 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 football game
0: yes yeah and Sarah, if you can leave our list with uh some top tips
1: i would say um i think the number one thing is never look at uh, working out and dieting as a very much black and white uh, perspective. Like, um, okay, I'm going to, you know, become the next Arnold Schwarzenegger overnight. You know, (laughs) like I think just like with anything in life, um, little by little is okay. And just starting is uh, the best thing that you could do for yourself.
0: Because
1: not like not, tracking or not like even thinking about what you're eating um let's say that's one spectrum but let's say okay you know what today like i'm just not going to have soda and the next day after that you know what i'm just not going to have 20 pieces of bacon i'm going to have like 18 or i'm going to have 15 like those are all like small improvements that seem small but you know that's how you start building the momentum and i would you know highly advise to anyone that's listening to this like just start Just start something, and find what you like. Mm -hmm. Because if you don't enjoy the process, there's no way that you can sustain it for a long, elongated time.
0: Yes, absolutely. When even with like the sodas, I didn't realize how much sugar and all of that, Mm -hmm. even in the um, the diet sodas, how much they harm your body. uh, Until I saw like this one thing I had. I for program eating healthy eat healthy program and i saw a video of sugar in all the uh fruit juices and the sodas like you know you wow. cut those up to two or three pounds a year just not by eating drinking sodas and juices i was like okay i yeah. can do that i'm on <laughs> it i'm here for that right
1: <laughs> yeah
0: well yeah, this is people,
1: yeah Go a lot ahead. of people don't realize that liquid calories like it's just a luxury like yeah like having a soda like it tastes good but it doesn't make you feel full and doesn't really bring you um like nutritional value so that's a great point that you make
0: well it's been truly truly enlightening and you have inspired me sarah founder of fit life how can we um, get in touch with you if anybody would like to receive any coaching or have any questions how can they do that
1: Yeah, if you go to the website, uh, fitlfc.com, there's a link to like message me or you can find me on Instagram with my name. It's S-E-R-R-O Parks and I'll be right there.
0: Oh, Well, thank you so much for sharing your time and sharing your knowledge and sharing your macro diet. You can do it. I can do it. We all can do it. Just set your mind to it, right?
1: Yeah.
0: Well, thank you. Uh, Thanks again for joining me.
1: Well, have a wonderful one. Thank you so much.
0: Sarah Park, founder of FitLife.com, F-I-T-L-F-E.com for more information. Again, they are individuals dedicated to catering athletes from a variety of athletic disciplines. They are confident about their ability to help build strength, increase lean body mass, effectively cut weight, and aptly prepare individuals for competition. This is ESPN LA, the experience. If you want more information, please log on to ESPNLA.com. And or check me out on Twitter at Laferne Cusack. Thanks again. I'll see you next week here on ESPN LA 710. ESPN LA 710.